You're listening to a message from Impact Student Ministry, a middle and high school-oriented production of The Summit Church. Hey, we're going to do something different tonight as we start. I want you guys uh, to take a second, just hold on one second, guys, where we are. Uh, I want to talk real quick about one of our eighth graders, a guy by the name of Jake. Yeah, if you guys know Jake, right, here's Jake right here. He was doing some bumper carding, having fun. Guys, Jake's one of our awesome eighth grade students, uh, and Jake had surgery on Monday. Um, He's been struggling with scoliosis, and he had back surgery to try and correct that and fix that. So what I want to do guys, right now is we're going to take a second, and we're going to pray for Jake, okay? Let's all bow our heads and we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Jake. Thank you so much for all that you're doing in his life. God, I pray that that surgery, that he continues to recover well from this, Father, and he will come back stronger than ever. Thank you for his contagious smile. God, thank you for his friends that are there with him right now to spend time with him. God, and I pray that we can love him and support him and help him get back on his feet as quickly as possible. Jesus, we love you. It's in your name we pray, and all these things are possible. Amen. Yeah, what's really cool about this, guys, is if you check out right over here, we have a laptop. And there is uh, Casey. She is holding up a laptop. And, guys, Jake is there in the hospital room at Brenner's right now. Isn't that awesome? So, and what's really cool about it, if you see all the guys in the, gr- in the room with him and that leader who jumped on the screen just now, he's a Redskins fan. We'll pray for him, right? But guess what, guys? His entire small group is there with him right now watching Impact. Isn't that awesome? Man, that's so great. So I thought if we can give it up one time as loud as we possibly can for Jake and let him know how much we appreciate him. Let's give it up for him. Jake, we love you, brother. We're so glad that uh, you got your family and your small group there with you, man. It's awesome. Awesome. We can't wait to get you back soon, man. All right. There it is. He threw up a fist for us, guys. That's awesome. All right, Jake. Now, tonight, we are in week two of our Sorry Not Sorry series. If you guys remember last week, we talked about those things called... All right, there we go. We talked about grudges. Yeah, and hopefully y'all all went home and got rid of all your grudges. I'm sure. Did anybody actually do that? Don't you dare raise your hand. Wow. Well, Jade is just, she's very, she's wonderful. That's great. Because I, I still struggle with that. Guys, we're going to take it one step further today and talk a little bit about forgiveness. But to start with forgiveness, I've just got a, a question for you guys real quick. Uh, have you ever given up on something because it takes like way too much time for it to actually work and happen? I mean, let's just be honest. Like, have you ever, like, given up and quit and said, I'm not going to do it anymore because this is taking way too much time? What are some things you've quit on because it takes too much time? Which, life. All right. Noah went deep real quick, right off the deep end. I love it. School, friendships, building a fort. Yeah, okay. All right. Takes a lot of time. Yes, ma'am. What is it? Picking up your dog's poop. Oh, my goodness. All right. That's, that's true. Hey, so last one, Aiden. Fortnite. You quit because it took too much time. I'll tell you what. We got some applause in the back. Hey, guys, just to, just to be honest with you all, we are in the instant age. Now, y'all might not know what I'm talking about, but back in the day when I was growing up and I was a youngin', 
I actually, yeah, a youngin, like a little, like a little jit. That's what you call like a little jit, like a really, really tiny kid. Hey, when I was really uh, a little youngin, to get mac and cheese, we actually had to like get it out of a box, pour it into a pan, put water, boil it. Now you guys have these things called Easy Mac that you can throw in the microwave, right? Isn't that really, really nice? Hey, also instant things you have. Any coffee fans, coffee drinkers? Yeah, everybody, y'all got to do something about that. You guys, what, what's the new invention y'all had like in the last three or four years? K-cup, K-cups, uh, is that what it's called? Keurig, 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 yeah. You guys can get coffee just like that. It doesn't have to be as long as before. Instant grits, but we know real Southerners, we don't do instant grits. We gotta make our own grits, right? Instant oatmeal, instant cereal, uh, instant noodles. Hello, anybody like some ramen, cup of noodles? Yeah, that stuff is delicious. Yeah, I, I love ramen too. I think every flavor, even though they have like a shrimp flavor, which is kind of interesting and, oh wow, okay. I'm, I'm happy for you, Grace. But if we're honest, guys, I think for a lot of us, like we're just in an age of everything having to be instant. And I'll be honest, it's not just us. Uh, Whitney and I's 17-month-old Iris. She loves having things her way right here and right now. This is a picture of Iris and Hootie, and if you can see, Iris has her remote control. And you can see the TV is turned off, and Iris does not like that the TV is turned off, so she gets the remote, and she likes to turn it on herself. In this instant, she wants to watch it, and, you know, Whitney and I, she's a bit more of an enforcer than I am, so I'm working on that, but I'll go and try and turn it off, and she'll turn it on, and she loves Toy Story. That's her big thing she's been watching, like, the entire week, and if Iris doesn't get to watch Toy Story, now, you know, throughout the day, she, she wants to watch some TV and kind of chill in her little chair. Uh, which you can kind of see part of it over here. Um, if she doesn't get to watch it, oh, she gets upset. She'll run around with her remote. Like, I, she just wants her 20 minutes of TV time. And some of y'all are like, man, I can't believe that girl is spoiled. Well, we're working through that as well. Right? We'll have another one, so hopefully she won't be as bad. But Iris is, is, is just somebody who's in the instant age. And you might be sitting there and be like, man, I don't know if I'm in the instant age. Okay, well, I have three titans of the instant age. Big examples from business today. Maybe you've heard of them. First one, Amazon Prime. <laughs> Sounds like we have some fans. Amazon Prime, you know, it's a brilliant idea. They started in 2005, 13 years ago. It used to be $79.99 a month, or a year, excuse me, to get free two-day shipping. I love that. Now it's $119 a year to get free two-day shipping. I'm like, it's not really free because we're paying, like, all this money up front. Because Amazon Prime is crazy. People are so impatient, and we want it right here, right now, in the instant, that they just order things offline, and they want it in two days. Some of y'all, if you have Amazon Prime, maybe you've experienced this before, because there's almost, there's 97 million subscribers to Amazon Prime. That's crazy, right? 97 million. And maybe this happened to you. You order something because it's free two-day shipping, and then you get a box two days later, and you're like, oh, I forgot I ordered something. This is cool. Whatever, you just got primed, man. Amazon Prime legit just like runs you. They live up here. Amazon Prime is something that's an instant age. That's why they're so successful. Next thing, if you're not a fan of Amazon Prime, you're probably a fan of this streaming service. Yeah, known as Netflix. Netflix, guys, they have, check this, numbers for Netflix, they have over 137 million subscribers. That is huge. Hey, and leaders, you'll appreciate this. The numbers are that big for Netflix that it took HBO. We all know HBO, home box office. It took HBO, right? They've been in business for 40 years, right? And they have almost had 30 million subscribers. 40 years HBO, 30 million subscribers. Netflix is going to get that 
this year, they already have 27 million new subscribers. Why does everybody like Netflix so much? Because it's instant. It's here. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on your laptop. You can get it on your iPad. You can get it on your smart TV. You can get it in class when you're not supposed to watch it, but you probably try to, right? And you can sit there and you can watch Netflix instantly. Any Netflix subscribers? Yes? Anybody excited about season three of Stranger Things? Yeah, it's coming in 2019, guys. It's going to be crazy. I know y'all want it right now because we can't wait. We have to have it in the instant, but it'll be here soon. And last but certainly not least, probably the most instant thing there is is known as Instagram. Yeah. Instagram's crazy. It's actually got its name from, uh, it's supposed to be a, a photograph, right, a, and a telegram. So it's supposed to be like an instant camera that can also bring a telegram or a message. So you can post your picture right, right away and you can have a message with it like squad or with the girls or goals or whatever it is. There you go. Hashtag impact, right? Whatever you want to throw on it. Instagram. Hey guys, Instagram, one of the most successful social media platforms, and you know what they've actually been going under the idea of? Right here, right now. That's what they say. We're right here, right now. You can post exactly where you are, you got your stories now, so everybody has to know exactly what you're doing whenever it is. I'm like, three o'clock in the morning, y'all should be sleeping. Like, why are people like posting like Z? I'm like, okay, that doesn't really make sense. But Instagram, guys, we live in an instant age. All of us, and maybe we don't realize it, but whether it's Iris walking around with a TV remote begging Dada to help her turn on Toy Story, or if it's Amazon Prime, or if it's Netflix, or if it's Instagram, guys, we like things right here, right now, in this instant. Which is why, when it comes to forgiveness, we want to feel better right now. I got to forgive somebody, and I want it to feel like right now I'm good, I'm over it. I see them, I'm not upset, we're happy, we're boys again, we're best friends again, girls, whatever it is, right? You want it right here, right now, like everything else. And maybe some of y'all left last week, and I know some of y'all had some questions like, hey, well, what do I do if I try and forgive somebody, and like, I just don't feel it? Like, I still see them, and like, I still want to kick them in the shins, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do not like those people at all, like, I forgave them, I tried so hard, but I don't know why, like, I, I'm just, I still get upset. Maybe because that guy that you used to date or the girl that you're really best friends with, now you're not best friends anymore, or your mom or your dad, brother, sister, coach, teacher, whoever it is, maybe they did something to you or said something about you in middle school high schoolers or in elementary school middle schoolers, and some of us cannot get past it when we want to feel better right now. And I can't forgive them. Well, and you might even say, you know what, Chris, I've tried to forgive them. I've done everything I can. Like, I even said, I forgive you, when really in your mind you're like, I don't really forgive you. Like, I don't forgive you at all. But you're trying, right? So if you guys have been there, I've been there. And it's a very, very difficult place to be when you feel like this whole forgiveness thing, it just isn't working. That is frustrating. Especially when that guy comes over and, like, he sits, like, at your table in the cafeteria. Like, everything's cool. When you're like, bro, we're not cool. My hands start turning green. And all of a sudden, I got Captain America... Uh, Thor and Iron Man with me, and I feel like I'm, you're not going to like me when I'm angry because I'm turning to the Hulk, right? I'm going to go crazy on somebody. Guys, I've seen y'all do it, and I'll be honest, girls, y'all blow up a lot too. And I get a little scared when some of y'all girls blow up. I'm like, Whitney, you can handle this because I'm trying to live to see tomorrow, right? Hey, y'all, when it comes to forgiveness, it's hard. And if you feel like it just isn't working, that's tough. And I've been there exactly where you are right now. So tonight, we're going to try and address this. Hey, Christians in the room, 
If you say you follow Jesus, if you ask him into your heart, if you've been baptized, right? If, if you're trying to live for him and figuring this whole thing out, you don't have to be perfect. But we got to try and make this forgiveness thing work. We have to. Because Jesus did it himself on the cross when he gave himself for us. And if we don't follow that example, then I don't really know who you're following. And if you're here and you're not really sure about this whole Jesus and God thing, you're just hanging out. Hey, man, again, we're thrilled that you're here. But we want to tell you that this forgiveness thing is so important for you, too. Because, guys, if you don't forgive somebody and if you carry that thing around, you'll carry it through middle school, through high school, through college. And then when you're living down the street from them, you're still going to be like, man, I do not like that guy. So, guys, we got to figure out a way to try and make this whole forgiveness thing work. And I'm in it with y'all because it's tough. And what's really cool about the New Testament is it tells all these stories of the disciples. Right? The whole New Testament tells stories of the disciples. They wrote a lot of letters. And I really like the, the disciples because they're normal people just like us. Like, I can relate so well with them because when it came to forgiveness, were they good at it? No. Absolutely not. They struggled with forgiveness. You know how we know? Because Peter, who was kind of like the ringleader of the disciples, he was the one who would kind of be the most outspoken and kind of lead the way. Peter had asked Jesus one day, Hey, Jesus, this whole forgiveness thing, like, what's the deal with it? I really have to forgive like, how many times do I forgive? Like, is it worth forgiving? Like, I don't know what to do. And check this out, because we're going to go into Matthew 18. And I love this. And I kind of feel like the disciples kind of pushed Peter forward with this question. <laughs> like, have y'all ever done this before? Like, if you want to ask your teacher, hey, can we please not have homework? Or can we please just be sure this test gets moved from Thursday to Friday or Thursday to next week, right? You got, like, a teacher's pet or somebody in there who you're like, hey, Joey, go ask him. He loves you. Like, go ask. The teacher will listen to you. If you guys have somebody like that that, like, speak the voice of reason, right, or maybe your parents are like, we are going on a family vacation, and we're driving to Disney World in a minivan, and you're like, I'm not doing that. Like, please, older brother, older sister, please tell them we need to go to Universal because it's more for high schoolers, even though I still think Disney World's great for people of any ages, right? But in all seriousness, guys, if you have somebody who could be the spokesperson in your life with your, uh, any figures of authority or leaders in your life, that's who Peter was for the disciples. They said, Peter. Go ask this Jesus. Go ask him about what he thinks about forgiveness. And watch what happens. And this is cool. Matthew 18, 21. Let's see what happens there. Peter came to Jesus, and he asked him. He says, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? He used the number seven here. Seven is a very, very, very powerful number. It makes a lot of sense because in that day, the custom to forgive somebody, guess how many times it was? Three. You get three strikes, you're out. Just like the Red Sox, what they're doing to the Dodgers right now, you know, striking them out left and right. Absolutely, go Boston. Hey, but you get three times. That's it. That was the custom of the day. You forgive somebody three times. And I'm like, well, I guess if you don't, like when they mess up number four or five or six, you, are they just out? Like, you're just up, see you later, not talking to you. You might be blackballed or just completely disregarded. Seven times. So Peter's like, hey, Jesus, here's the deal. My disciples and I, or your disciples and I, were wondering, like, we can forgive seven times. How's that sound? Because that's three times two plus one. Peter's like, man, I am like a really holy dude. Look how mighty and look how big my heart is. Look how great I am, Jesus. I'm going to forgive seven times. What does Jesus say back to him? Y'all think that works? Oh, somebody else said yes, somebody no. Jesus says back, no, Peter, not seven times. How about 70 times seven Hey, and that was great math. Wow, give it up for her. Yeah. All right, Grace. 
Uh, I mean, that's really good math because just so you guys know, the disciples, they were really, really common people. They were uneducated. Like, they were not like the Rhodes Scholars of the day. Like, they were the people who were fishermen and didn't really have a great high-level education. So when they said that, I feel like they got in a huddle and they're like, all right, 70, here, let's see if we can write this down here. 70 times 7, all right, 7 times 0, 7 times 7. What is that again? Uh, John, what, uh, I don't, okay, 490 times. Jesus, you said 490 times we got to forgive somebody. Got it, this is great. They probably walked around with a notebook of how many times somebody did something wrong. Okay, well, my little brother, uh, he stepped on my foot earlier and he screamed in my face and he smells like, poop for some reason. So I'm going to go ahead and just say, all right, I forgive him there. I got 489 more. Is that what he meant? Absolutely not. Jesus is saying this because he's saying, hey, look, it's not about the number. Don't keep a, a list, a grocery list of how many times you have to forgive somebody. That's not what it's about. Jesus is saying, hey, look, you need to find a place in your heart to really and truly forgive them because it's something that you want to do. Jesus is trying to get his disciples the same thing, to, to do the same thing that I want to encourage all of us, myself included, to do. That's to have an attitude of forgiveness, a lifestyle of forgiveness. And some of y'all might be like, yeah, well, I've got people in my life that I don't even forgive anymore. We're just not friends. I just don't like them. Well, you have no idea what God could do in that relationship with them if you would just forgive them and just talk to them. You have no idea. But we're going to get there in a minute. So he's not saying 490 times. Jesus is saying he wants it to change the way you live. And this is a big point for us that I think Jesus would have really been teaching for them. He'd say, hey, guys, forgiveness is a choice that we have to make consistently. Not just when you want to forgive. Not just when it works out well for you. Not just when you're like, yeah, about time you apologize. Yeah, okay, I forgive you. It's something we got to do every day. Day in and day out. We should wake up looking for people to forgive. Now you might be like, oh, hold on, okay, do I like, does that mean like I run outside and like have people try and run into my car? Or just, no, 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 like don't do stuff reckless and crazy and just say, oh, it's okay, I forgive you. No, don't hurt yourself. Guys, we should be looking to show the love that Jesus had for us by how we treat and how we forgive and how we love other people. Hey, you guys all have somebody in your mind right now that you're like, yeah, but Chris, I can't forgive him. I cannot forgive her. No way. That's not going to happen. I want you to hold tight to that person. Hold tight to it. Because we're going to come back to them here in a moment. Uh, when, I was, when I was in college, it was a Sunday in college, and me and all my buddies were outside hanging out, running around outside in, in, in the quad, just kind of just being silly and goofy. And for some reason, I found this bottle on the ground. And you're all like, a bottle? No, it wasn't that kind of bottle. It was a bottle of... Not syrup, but some fish sauce. Isn't that disgusting? I know. Isn't that terrible? Premium fish sauce. And I found it on the ground, and it was pretty much empty. But for some reason, I don't know why, I'm out there with, like, my best friends in college, too. And what do you guys think I did? Drink it. Oh, no, I did not drink it. I decided for some reason to pick up the bottle, and I decided to see all my guys around me. And I'm right in the middle of them. And I took it. And I chucked it up in the air and ran out of the way. <laughs> and guess what happened? Fish sauce went everywhere. It was crazy. There were a bunch of fish sticks. It was wild. It smelled awful. Everybody thought it was hilarious, except, except for everybody getting drenched in fish sauce. I thought it was really funny. But the bottle was made of what? Glass. So... 
For some reason, I, I wasn't thinking, and one of my friends got some glass right in the back of his leg, right in his Achilles. Yeah, it was out. And I, and I helped him to our dorm right down the way. I said, hey, man, yeah, come on, let's get in the bathroom. We'll clean it real quick. It'll be fine. And I get him in the bathroom and, like, trying to clean his leg. And, like, I see, like, bone. And I'm like, he's like, how is it, dude? How is it? I'm like, oh, it's, you know, it's all right. Uh, it's like, you got insurance, right? It's like, what? I said, yeah, you got insurance, right? He's like, yeah. Uh, I think we need to go to the hospital. So with my own roommate, I had to go to the hospital with him because I threw a glass bottle of fish sauce up in the air, and it shattered and that's, everybody else thought it was hilarious, uh, but Alex did not think it was very funny. So we go to the hospital, and I go in to check on him after he kind of gets stitched up. And it's, it's not funny, but it's, it is kind of funny. I walked in there, and I said, hey, man. He was in, like, his little hospital gown. I said, hey, dude, I said, how you feeling, man? How's the, how's the leg? And he said, Chris, I smell like stinking fish. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk to me or look at me. And I was like, all right, man. Well, how's the leg going though? You know, how's all that? And it was, a, I mean, honestly, the hospital room smelled so bad. But I was like, dude, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to stand outside. I'm here for you. I love you. I'll get you some jello or something. But guys, I'll be honest. In that moment, I messed up almost like Michael Scott did with Meredith when he hit her with his car. He wanted forgiveness in the hospital. Yes. Absolutely, and he really wanted Meredith to forgive him, and she said, no, I'm not going to forgive you. Alex didn't want to forgive me, and I realized something. Forgiveness is not instant. We live in an instant age with Netflix and Amazon Prime and all these things that we want right here, right now. Forgiveness is not instant. It's not a light switch that you just turn on. It's not something that you can just change your shoes or do this, and all of a sudden it happens. It takes time. You know why? Because healing takes time. Just like Alex had a literally get on crutches for like three weeks and I felt so bad because he went to Trinity to play lacrosse and it was right at the beginning of lacrosse season so yeah terrible right but forgiveness is not instant and healing takes time just like his leg had a heal he had a he had a heals relationship with me he told me he's like yeah I forgive you but guess what he made me carry about every single book and every single thing he had and, like, literally do everything for him for weeks. Even, I think, his laundry a couple times. And that's okay. That's fine. If I call him today, I hope he forgive, forgave me and, like, we've moved on. I think we have. Guys, think about your relationships right now that you're in that are broken, that are messed up, that maybe you threw fish sauce on. <laughs> Guys, do you need a little bit more healing in that relationship? Because forgiveness, it will absolutely can happen, but it takes time to get there. Hey, and I want to ask you all this question. Uh, this is the person in your life, in your mind right now that you keep thinking about. What's your 70 times 7? Who is your 70 times 7? Where is your 70 times 7? Who is that person in your life that you really need to try so hard to forgive? Yeah, but Chris, you don't really understand what that person did to me. You're right. I don't get it. I do not. But I will tell you from the flip side of it, when you put a piece of glass in one of your buddy's legs, it does not feel good. And I didn't understand why he couldn't just forgive me. And I bet a lot of y'all have messed up before, and you have a friend right now that just won't forgive you. And you're like, dude, it wasn't a big deal. It was just one post. I didn't think anything about it. I just said, like, one thing. I was joking, this one little white lie. And, guys, when you're on that side of it, and it feels like, why don't you just forgive me? What if we took that mentality and flipped it? 
Because I guarantee people are looking at y'all that way right now. And they say, well, why can't she just forgive me? Why can't he just move past this? Healing takes time. Hey, and here's the deal for y'all. You might say, there's no way I can try this. There's no way it's going to happen. I want to challenge and encourage you this week with three different things to try and take steps towards healing. Because forgiveness is not instant. I wish it was. Wouldn't that be nice? Just all of a sudden, just take some forgiveness powder and wake up in the morning and be like, I love them so much. Man, this is great. Guys, three things that you can try and do. Here's some fairy dust and magical forgiveness powder for y'all. First thing, pray for the person who hurt you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Chris, I, pray for them? No, I'm not praying for them. Pray they might get hit by like a bus or something, but I'm not going to pray for them. Hey, guys, here's how you pray. You pray for that person that hurts your feelings, and you pray that God will change your heart towards them. And you pray that God will change how you feel about them. You pray that God will help you with your relationship with them. You might be like, yeah, no way. If you start to pray that every day, when you see them, and all of a sudden you get that feeling like you're about to blow out of a cannon right now and knock this person out, right? When you see them and you get so upset, what if you just said, God, help me with my feelings towards them. Please help me learn how to forgive them. Please, please, please. Because if anybody could, I mean, God forgave us when he gave his son for us. Right? Ask God to help you. He will. Next thing, serve them. Somebody just said no. <laughs> no. When we say serve them, I'm not talking about like giving them like hot dogs and like, you know, giving them a shoebox. I'm not telling you that stuff. I'm talking about literally serving them in a sense of loving them and doing everything you possibly can for that person. Where that person that you can't forgive, I want that person to turn around and look at you and be like, yo, why are you so nice to me? Well, the thing, don't say this, but you think in your head like, the thing is I really want to like just freaking take you out so bad, but I'm just trying to love you. Hey, y'all, here's the deal, man. Our Jesus and our King, <laughs> he was the one who served everybody and washed feet. Do not go wash this person's feet. They're going to think you're so weird. So I go to that impact student ministry, and they told me to come wash your feet. No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about loving them. I'm talking about serving them. I'm talking about trying your hardest to find a way to be nice to that person. Because if you pray about it, and if you try your hardest to be nice to them and love them over and over and over again, eventually, God's going to try and change your heart towards them. It'll be crazy what will happen in your relationship with that person. And last thing, because forgiveness is not instant because it takes time, because it's hard, because it's sticky, because it's messy, because you got all these feelings about that person that you can't let go, you got to repeat it. You got to try and make it a pattern every day. Pray for them when you see them so you don't slap them. Try and serve them. Try and love them. Try and be nice to them. Try and ask them how their day went. Try and tell them their hair looks nice, even if it doesn't, you know. Just don't laugh when you say that because that will make it worse. Try and do whatever you can to love that person. Hey, and think about this. And this, this is where it will really, really just put a hush on the room. How do you think Jesus would treat that person? The person that you can't forgive, Jesus already forgave him. The thing that you're holding on to that you're not letting go from years ago, Jesus let that go before it even happened. So I want to challenge y'all, all of us, because we all have people in our lives that we need to try and move past and forgive. Healing takes time. Forgiveness is not instant, but it's something, man, that will move you so much closer to God and other relationships. Hey, again, if you're out here and if you're in a situation where it was abuse or you're not in a safe place, 
That's why your leaders are here with y'all. If you can't forgive and if you can't move on, if you can't, because somebody did something that was wrong to you, and we're so sorry for that, then what I want you to do is to try and have some courage and talk with your leader tonight because we will do everything we can to get you some support and help you. But for all of us, the other ones, who are struggling because something that was on a social media feed, y'all, we got to move past it. Because Jesus moved past that so long ago for us. Let's pray to him right now and ask him for help. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all these awesome middle schoolers and high schoolers. God, thank you so much for all that you're doing in their lives. God, thank you for their relationships with their friends, with their family. God, and I lift up all the students tonight who are struggling with this forgiveness thing. God, we know it's tough because Peter asked the question. Father, you had to forgive us first, and we're so thankful that you did that. Please give us the strength to try and do the same thing. We know it won't happen this instant. We know it's difficult. We know it's a decision we have to make consistently. But please help our students do that. God, help me because I know I have a lot of people that I need to forgive and do better with in my life as well. God, help us to pray for those people. Pray that you'll change our hearts. Help us find ways to love them and serve them this week. We love you so much, Jesus, and we're so thankful for your forgiveness. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you would like to get more information on Impact Student Ministry or The Summit Church, visit us online at thesummitchurch.net.